Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Hey, welcome back to the Social Ed Podcast. This is episode 22. This episode is going to be a little bit different. It's not really marketing related, but it's something a lot of you have been asking about. So I'm finally recording an episode about it. And that is how I became a digital nomad. I've only really been location independent since November 2017. So I'm still working out the kinks and learning the pitfalls. But in this episode, I'm going to talk about how I made the leap, some of the tools and systems I couldn't run a remote business without, and some of the pitfalls that you don't hear about, like 4am client calls because time zones are a real thing. But first, why? Why would I leave my stable, fairly cushy life in Brisbane where it's sunny and warm like 300 days of the year? (laughs) I always wanted to do a lot of travel. So when I was in my corporate job, I always assumed I would do an overseas stint at some point. And then I started my business and it soon became very clear that there was no way I'd be able to go on holiday for any longer than four days without the wheels falling off. So traveling and working at the same time seemed like the best solution. Around the same time, my boyfriend decided that he was pretty keen to move to London. So in November, we packed our bags, put everything in storage, and spent 10 weeks traveling around Europe. Up until October last year, Wild Bloom was just me, myself, and I. I was working pretty big hours and realized that if I actually wanted to enjoy traveling, I'd need to bring someone else on board. I initially only put the feelers out to hire one person. But I ended up hiring two because they were both so good. And they've saved my butt on more than one occasion, so I'm very grateful. When it was just me in the business, I could rely on pen and paper and a million and one to-do list to keep me on track. But with two team members on board, I suddenly had to scramble to get organized. We moved everything into Asana, and that's now where I manage everything we're working on. If you haven't tried it, it's amazing. It's like a to-do list combined with project management and timelines and templates. Oh, it's just so good. (laughs) I also started putting processes into place so other people could do the jobs that took me a lot of time. The key word there being started because I'm only just starting to realize how bloody important processes are and how they're never done. They're just constantly a work in progress. I realized that a lot of my time was being wasted going back and forth with tire kickers who just wanted to know how much it cost to work with us. So I made our services guide, complete with pricing, downloadable from the website. That way, if someone reaches out to work with us, I know that they're aware of the cost and that they're actually serious about working together. I also realized that onboarding new clients was taking a while, so I set up an app called Dubsado. This is a client CRM crossed with a workflow tool, so I can keep track of client contracts, send questionnaires for projects, keep track of leads, everything just in one place. Recently, I also set up an app called Calendly. This allows people to book in phone calls with me without me having to go back and forth and calculate time differences, etc. All I have to do is set my availability and it syncs with my Google Calendar so people can only book at times when I'm actually available. But working and traveling at the same time isn't all about poolside cocktails and tropical islands. In fact, none of it so far has been poolside cocktails or tropical islands. Uh, (laughs) There are a couple of things that nobody tells you, things that really suck, like bad internet connection. 
or worse, no internet connection, as we discovered at one Airbnb in Milan that actually promised us Wi-Fi. In Italy, cafes with free Wi-Fi that you can go and sit at all day aren't really a thing, so that was a couple of very stressful days. Time zones also suck. Like, last week, I had client calls four out of five mornings. Some at 4am, some at 5am. Apologies to anyone who was on the receiving end of a 5am phone call because I know I'm not a nice person until I've had my coffee. Being on the other side of the world at the moment means that when I'm waking up in the morning, my inbox is already full of emails from the day just being in Australia, where most of our clients are. This makes mornings super stressful, but it is a lot better in the afternoon when everyone in Australia is asleep and I can get some work done without new emails popping in every few minutes. Motivation can be another struggle. When you're in a brand new city and all you want to do is explore, but you have 10,000 things on your to-do list pulling you in different directions, it can be really hard to find the discipline to knuckle down and get your work done. Also, managing a remote team is really bloody tough. Hats off to my team for somehow deciphering my terrible instructions and my poor communication because it's not always easy to formulate what's going on in my head into words. But all of this said, I wouldn't change it for the world, at least for now. I'll probably need to settle back into Australia soon if I really want to grow the business because I don't think I could manage a massive remote team very effectively. But, you know, if you're thinking about making the leap and embracing the ability to work from anywhere, I highly encourage it. It forced me to really work out my priorities and to stop making myself busy with unnecessary tasks. I I streamlined everything I needed to do so that I had the time to actually get outside and enjoy wherever I was. It also forced me to start streamlining and systemizing the business properly. That's all from me for this episode. If you haven't checked out my website, you can find me over at stephtaylor.co where you'll also find a bunch of free things waiting for you. Got a couple of little cheat sheets there for you. If you're looking to grow your business and you think you are ready to hand over your marketing to someone else, I encourage you to check out our website, wearewildbloom.com. Next episode, we're getting back into Instagram marketing and we're looking at what role Instagram plays in your greater marketing strategy. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you've enjoyed any of my episodes so far, please leave me a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I hugely appreciate it. 